you know for the last time joking <laughs> <laughs> hello to all of you know for the big finale i've actually got some i've got a cup of tea um and a bit of fruit and nut chocolate so what tea bags do you use oh honest to god whatever i can find but actually funnily enough my cousin anna who was just overstaying with me at the weekend she is irish big tea jenny and Mm -hmm. she just she just always rips me and just actually here in general for how shit the tea is crap tea doesn't rate it at all and also doesn't rate the vodka she's like it's like water over here what's the point Anna, listen i think so yeah right so Anna, if you're listening, I'm a huge we can post it of the Thompson's tea. I know you're gonna say that. I always remember you telling me that. Josh's family actually got me into it and then uh Josh's dad tea by the gallon as well. If there's no drinking tea, it's Bacardi, so that's that's honestly it's too much drinks. Laughing, but also not. Um <laughs> and all my family now drink Thompson's tea. What's so good about it? I mean, I just would never pick a cup of tea. You'd never pick a cup of tea? Nah, would never have a cup of tea. And there's nothing better than tea and a wee chocolate at night time, sorry. Uh, do you know what? I feel like... Oh, night time? I do like a wee peppermint tea. You'd never have like a normal tea at night time? Very rarely. Really? Mm, very rare. Why, what, I don't you... know this about you. I'm sure though. What, would you have one every night? I do have a cup of tea every night. No. I'm really trying to um, come down in the coffee intake as well. Oh my God, doll, no phone, no coffee. Are you just taking all joy out of your life? Life's luxuries away. Right, but let me tell you about a luxury I had tonight. And I'm so cooked by Chelsea doll, that we've talked about. All right, I was going to say, is it just because Josh is home because the pod listeners don't need to listen to that? <laughs> as um... <laughs> We don't need to hear about the battered sausage in real life, doll, you know? <laughs> I mean, it could start and end in this episode. Anyway. <laughs> I never. That's been quite generous. I'd start and end in this sentence, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> I'm editing this week, so it's staying in. <laughs> anyway, right. And, don't you will like this because you're one of these people, and this isn't usually my thing, you have a real palate for, like, sweet and salty things together. Mm. Which really bothers me. Like Hannah has a raisin and cinnamon bagel with cream cheese on top. What the fuck? Yum. Anyway. And salmon, with salmon as well. Also, I mean, that's rotten. Oh, a chocolate covered like salty pretzel. Yummers. Yeah, I would I would have that over a salmon cream cheese and a raisin <laughs> and cinnamon bagel. I feel like you just come for me about that bagel, but it yeah, is the goal. Wrong. It is the goal. Right, so... Anyway, you will like what I made tonight. So Cooked by Chels put a recipe up ages ago. Mm. Um, in fact, I'll get the post because I was literally just messenger about messenger about like, hi doll, when do you cook? The, when do you put the sage in? When do you do this? <laughs> so her post on the, it's good that we've got these comms with Cooked by Chels because just Jess would patches. Ah, that's true, though. That is true. Twenty ninth of March. Caramelized onion and stuffing rigatoni, and oh. it is a rigatoni. No, doll. It's a rigatoni pasta with um, caramelised sausages. Right. So a couple of... I mean, I've sent this feedback anyway, so it's not news to you, Chelsea. <laughs> she, she starts it with a fucking breadcrumb ensemble that gets sprinkled on top. 
Zero. I don't have time. Chelsea, I've got no time for that. that. Mm, no. Zero. I'm not buy that in a shop. No. She fucking makes the breadcrumbs in a pan toasted with bloody thyme and rosemary. Chelsea, no, sorry. So I seen that step and I Zero. thought, nope, not doing that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. So then I started. Next step was low and slow works best with the onions and the garlic. I also don't have time for that, Chelsea. So mine didn't necessarily look like yours because her onions honestly look like they've disintegrated. She's kept them on low and slow so much. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do that either, but I did cook the onions and the garlic. Mm -hmm. Cooked by Kaz is already going down (laughs) the pan here. Anyway, (laughs) crack on. And then it's the caramelised onion sausages. Delicious. Deglaze with the wine. I did do that. Add in creme fraiche, lemon juice, cook for a few minutes. So hard, probably past dish. It took 40 minutes. Took me about four. But <laughs> uh-huh. Really delicious. Microwave meals by Kaz. Here we go. <laughs> Honestly, don't. Right, I'll show you. That's hers, not mine. Because obviously that's got the breadcrumbs on it. Oh, yeah. That does look unreal. That is was, right up my street. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. But it was like sweet and savoury. Mm. And I thought Hannah would love that. So that is funny enough. I had a log made it last night, but because I think into twenty past ten. Oh my god, I didn't have any. Um, I had it for my dinner tonight. It was a honey sticky beef. Unreal. Oh. It was really. It was a TikTok recipe. Really good. Even reheated. It was really good. What did you have it with? A rice sticky rice. Um, green beans and sweet corn. Right, sticky rice is the goat. Oh. I don't. I don't eat any other rice now. Like we are, no. we're sticky rice daft in this house. We're sticking to the walls with the rice. Like we love it, <laughs> love it. Do you get a wee VT? What's a VT? A VT the the the, the VT sticky rice. The pots. Yeah. No, we're normally packet people. I will say that, but I don't. We don't have a microwave. Does that blow your mind? I don't know. Never. Them. I mean, we used to have one in the old flat, but um, don't have one. Why though? Cause of radiation or what? No, just didn't have one when I moved in. Haven't bought one. Isn't really the counter space for it, if I'm being honest. Okay, okay, okay. But I mean, we could force one somewhere. But yeah, just we've just never really needed it. Um, mm-hmm. I know, interesting. But yeah, no. Also, but what arcs me more is less the microwave and more the lack of dishwasher. That I couldn't. I could not. Hen, I can't. I can't tell you the hatred that I have for washing dishes. I hate it. It's not even that. Sorry, and I've just eaten so well for you after this. It's the shite in the sink. Oh, no, don't. Bear in mind that I do vaginal examinations for a living. I'd rather mm-hmm. do that any day of the week than put my hand and get the bits out of the sink. I actually do say that to myself when I'm doing it. I'm like Hannah. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Things you do at work every day. I do think to myself, yes, but you wear a pair of gloves. But anyway, and you're paid like, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you could buy marigolds. Not, not enough, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I was thinking, not because you do this, but this is so bizarre. So I've got my smear test on Friday and I dread my smear test. Now, I've had plenty what? of people. I don't know. And I've had plenty of people down there. I obviously mean medical staff, whoa, not, male, whoa. Not, <laughs> not male partners. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the second sexual story we're getting out of you tonight, Dolly. No. no She's I going mean, big for the finale, boys and girls. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh I've had plenty of like people fucking seeing how dilated I am and I was gonna say that. I've actually I was gonna say in and out, but really mainly just in to be fair. Yeah. We're all coming at the sunroof. But and it's so bizarre that I dread my smear. 
Okay, but doll, we can't we can't be publicizing that. We have to encourage women to go for their smear. Oh, I, oh, absolutely, doll. So, so important. Do you want to know why I think I dread it more? Mm. No, in fact, I have to be honest. I dread, uh, can't say I've changed my mind. I now live back in the town I grew up in. Like, chances are I know the fucking nurse. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any wonder she was dreading her smears, Christ's mm. sake. Anyway. Talking on the Thompson's tea. <laughs> I, yeah, have to just say, PSA, do not dread your smear, boys and girls. It is... Oh, it's fine. Two seconds of your life to save your life. It's not worth it's not worth the the stress and it'd be significantly more stressful if you get cervical cancer. So yes, get your smears, boys and girls. Well, just girls. Yeah. You know, but, but. I know it's all, I thought we are going really inclusive by Yeah, yeah boys, boys don't need their smear. <laughs> um Isn't annoying that they don't have anything. What prostate cancer doll? They do have to go and get that checked. Yeah, but they don't have regular no that is true dolly you know they do they don't have that they they need to go and get the old up the bum when they when they get a bit older can i tell you the bit i don't like about my smear it's not even the speculum it's the brush i think i must have a big like vagina. yeah because (laughs) i see when people are like oh my god my my coil was horrific horrific i've had two I've never, mm-hmm. it, it's normally much better if you've had children because obviously your cervix yeah. is like just a wee bit open anyway. I mean, though, I've never, obviously never had a secret child or anything. So I, I mine were fine. Like not even, I'm like, oh my God, if I get like, a big <laughs> saggy <laughs> cervix. <laughs> Why don't you ask? What? No, Why don't you just say like, is my cervix abnormal? <laughs> I can't feel you rummaging about in there. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll let her. I'll let her know. No, do see that I had like a drive-by smear the last time. I swear to God, it was the quickest <laughs> examination of my life. Oh, honestly, didn't I even need to open your legs. It's hanging. My pants out. were barely off, and she's like, "We're done." I was like, "Whoa!" I honestly was nearly saying to her, "Show me how you do that." Give some tips. I was like, "It was the quickest speculum of my life." Really? Aren't you? Probably because my big saggy cervix just fell out. Don't didn't take yeah. right I know, hanging between your legs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh don't. Are you put off? Like, are you put off at all by not that you're you're a lesbian and would be sort of fishing about anyone else's vagina? But do you just are you just quite like subjective at work? Like this is work. Hundred percent. People say this to me all the time. I think we did talk about this in the bikini wax episode as well. Yeah. People are like people are obsessed. They're like, I'm so embarrassed with this. I'm so embarrassed. I, honestly, I'm like, couldn't tell you how little I'm paying attention to any of that. Wouldn't even notice. Wouldn't even. And notice. I wonder. And I wonder for any of our male listeners, like, no, this is so ridiculous. And right, and I actually do need to discuss this. So, Josh was saying to me, this was a while ago, that one of his colleagues had started online dating. Okay. Suppose it relates back to, but it was like an older gentleman, and actually I'm going to take away that word gentleman when I lead on to this story. An older man had been online dating, blah 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 blah, and uh, this is so terrible actually. Though, so he was saying that a lot of females' profiles will say something along the lines of, "Have got two kids, but both out the sunroof, so still intact." Stop it. Seriously, these are 15, 6 year old women. Oh, doll, you like, know what why? your tagline can be in Tinder in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> but 
So why is that like, I would hate, now I have had two cesarean sections, but I would hate for the that to be a composition pro. of my vagina to be a talking point with a sexual partner. Well, clearly with, so is I mean, my big saggy cervix, fuck's sake. <laughs> no, I know, but like, I would hate for like, Josh or as if I've got any other fathers of my children, like, I would hate for that to be a conversation like, oh, not the same after kids. Do you know what I mean? Man alive. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I've never had kids, so I don't know, but Jesus way. No, but you would never discuss it anyway, though. Like, I don't necessarily think you would feel any difference. No, I'm sure. I don't. It's I not don't as if so. Bobby's going to swell up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You're stuck with that for a while. So... Oh my God, I feel like this last episode's taken a real turn. <laughs> Like after this, I mean? we're going to get cut off there anyway. So maybe it's best as the last one of the season. <laughs> season ever, bye. Jesus, what? Anyway, 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 this is anyway. really taking a detour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I do think it does lead nicely on. You know, these are probably girls' only problems to kind of yeah. we were going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Girls, can club. I just quickly, girls club. Can I just quickly say as well? For anyone that is in the Glasgow area at the moment, why is the city central at a fucking crystal maze? Because that cycling championship. It is. Seeing Queen Street, oh, Queen Street's a really long street. Mm. I, I work in 57 Queen Street. You actually the fans, had to go all... was wanting to wait outside or work for her. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my sunroof vagina. Um, <laughs> all the way down to the fucking bottom at HMV. To then cross the road. Probably the last time HMB had a queue outside it, though. No, to come back up. Um, it's a effing nightmare. Mm, that is a. I mean, ah, don't you'll be shocked to know I've not been in Glasgow now for a while since Rebecca's wedding, I think, and I'm not two weeks. <laughs> F three. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's three, and then mm. I've not. I'm not due there for a for a good few weeks. When you expect though. I know when you're back and you can't see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't what worry, it's none of our listeners. So no, no, no. <laughs> four weeks. Still, it's four weeks this weekend since I was in Glasgow. Can you believe it? No, that must be the longest since I know. You stint in a while. I know, though. And then after, I have to go back. I have to go back. When I go back, I'm then not back in G Town. I have no, I have no plans for the rest of the year to be back. Can you believe that? Know. Might do you good though. Might settle in to Manchester. <laughs> Might make some pals. <laughs> Just in time for the transfer. <laughs> I know. Oh, doll transfer's not looking good. Well, right. I keep, boys and girls, I keep you all updated in the transfer. Let well, me you tell you now. Updated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not I mean it's only been not looking good since this afternoon. So right. sent in the details mm-hmm. and oh bugger, that's my vintage going off saying you've still not sent that parcel. Um, sent in the details, and you, it, there's like a date of completion. Like, so when I will the date I will become a consultant. It's not set in stone. You know, me going from kind of less than full time, full time has slightly changed it. If I go back to full time, it will change it again. But yeah. it's just our kind of rough estimation. moving target kind of thing. Yeah, and I had sent a form in that they needed, and. It, I didn't realise the way I'd saved it had cut off the date of completion. 
and they need that. So I got an email today saying the form you sent is didn't have your date of completion on it. You've got you now need to get from your deanery. And I mean, don't let me tell you, it's easier to honestly get in touch with someone in the moon. Uh, you need to get them to write you a headed letter with XYZ details within the next 48 hours. If we do not have this in the next 48 hours, your application's in the bin. Perfect. So, How the hell did you F that up, though? Now it's time for some serious <laughs> manifestation. <laughs> have you contacted the deanery? Oh, immediately. Immediately. Um, I contacted them as soon as that email came through this afternoon. Have I heard deadly squat? Correct. Chase them again tomorrow morning, though. So I have, there's only an email. There is no phone number, which I just can't abide. I've got no interest in emailing people. I want to speak to somebody on the phone. I'm such a Karen like that. It's like my mum. Oi! I don't know, but don't we know? We know the connotations. Come on. Yeah, true, 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 true. Here you go. Go, go, go. <laughs> so, by the way, listeners, just, I know nobody can see us. Oh, I know Mark can. We do this stupid, so you know how we have, <laughs> we have the wee <laughs> intro bit of music. You would honestly think Hannah and I are like, the conductors of the BBC Orchestra. No, no, it makes me think of like, do That's the way we like, we do that noise and we like spin round each other to be like, right, next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we've oh. never done a live show. Are we going to do that at Polly's wedding though? Yeah. Next point. Next point. Okay, so the next point is, we started talking last episode, which for us was two nights ago. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we talked about dolls a week ago. Yeah, uh, the Barbie movie. We Jane went to see it all last night. She, oh yeah, she actually was not. She was like, oh, I can't believe I've wasted a night of childcare for that. Didn't enjoy oh. it. God, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Personally, I just thought it was such a great. I just, I just loved it. I thought I'm still definitely wanting to watch it. Yeah, I thought it was such a good representation of womanhood and what it means to be a girl at times and how difficult that can be so obviously we did put on the insta stories like what did that mean what does being a woman mean to you what are the best things about being a woman and as always we got some amazing replies i mean doll how many because of the way i worded that what's the best thing about being a woman how many people replied the prerogative to have a little fun. Mm. You're like, ah, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Geezer the answer. So a theme that came up in quite a lot of answers was female friendships. Yeah. And the fact that there's really nothing else quite like them. And I would agree with that, would you not, Dom? I would, yeah. I just don't think boys have the same depth. I think, right, no. okay, this is, this is going to be quite... I don't want to undermine boys' relationships here, but I'm going to fucking say it anyway. I think for a, ma- a male, the closest relationship they have is with their partner. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I say to Logue frequently, how do you have any pals? Like, really don't. He, they just don't... You know the way, like, and I know probably, like, maybe not everybody's like this, but, like, we are, I mean, you and I are ridiculous, so to be fair, like mm-hmm. excessive contact, but I am in regular daily, if not minimal weekly contact with my closest friends. 
Same. I know what's going on in their lives. I know their dramas, their, you know, their stresses. I want to be there to help them through those things. I don't think he would have a clue though. But no. yet it doesn't affect their friendship the way that, you know, we would be upset if we didn't know something was going on in some one of your best friend's lives. Oh my God, not It doesn't affect boys like that. But again, I agree with what you say, but I don't think they have as deep fr- friendships as we do. Yeah, like I wonder really if like there was something really serious going on. Mm. Or like a conundrum. But Josh often says to me, like I am a bit of an, no, I not a bit, I am an overthinker. I can worry a lot. And Josh often says to me, but I just don't think that way. Like I just mm. don't see, I don't worry like you do. And so then I don't feel like he, like, I genuinely believe he doesn't have as much emotion to share. Though I think Lowell's probably the same. Maybe that's just our husbands, but I don't think so because his friends will, you know, they group chat and a bit of a group chat and, you know, fine, fine, fine. But though they can be months without seeing each other and then they all meet up, it's like nothing you know, nothing's ever changed. They have a great laugh. They revert back to being 16. But you come away from that and I'll be like, oh, how's such and such getting on? Or did they did they talk about, oh, no, no never asked. I was not that. What? How have you not asked that? Whereas I, I do think female friendships are so special because, you know, doll, like you do, like that, there is just something about having these people so close to you that you can just turn to them about anything and you know that any big issue... You're not yeah. facing that alone. And I get that that as well as a lot of people's partners. And yes, that is I, it is my partner. But I don't think, at, for me, you know, I, I need more than just a partner. Like, I do need my friends as well. Absolutely. I, I mean, male suicide is huge, like such a big issue. Mm. And I genuinely think a lot of that is either not being able to share how they really feel or been so consumed by how they feel that and I'm not saying that we feel any less we probably feel more but I think we have more of an ability to talk about it and I think exactly that doll is the they think that no one else feels like this and they can't say it so whereas I do think that is the amazing thing about you know at times being a woman like we do have those relationships that are really deep and you know yeah we can sit and talk about these things or bring them up yeah and really this isn't a male bashing, by the way. It's not no, a male bashing. No, not at all. Not at all. I do just think we're so lucky. And I, it's, I don't think guys, I know guys probably look at it and think, oh my God, that's so much drama. But it's so, it can, it can be a bit of drama. It can be stress. But all, all the best relationships are in a way. And that's friendships yeah. as well. Yeah. You don't, if you didn't feel that, you wouldn't care. Another one that a few people mentioned was, Women's bodies, most incredible things ever. We are legends. We keep yeah. humans. We keep humans in existence, which is true. That's true. That's very true. And oh, I mean, you twice over. I mean, they are like I'm in work every day, and I see the absolute like heroism of women, like in their yeah. bodies and what they put themselves through, and what they yeah. endure. And I tell yeah. you now, no man could ever do that. Oh, definitely not. It is, I will say this, it is such a privileged position to be in, but there is no feeling like having, like being pregnant. Now, I did 
I will be honest and say I did not enjoy pregnancy. I was really unwell. I used to sit and wish the days away. That is so terrible to say out loud, but that is genuinely how I felt. Like I'm sure it's how I a rem- lot of women feel, though. I don't think there's any shame in that. Like, I remember, particularly with Murray, actually, and I was more unwell with Callum, which is bizarre. I remember telling people that I was pregnant and everyone being so happy for me. And I was like, I just couldn't find it within myself to be like, this is amazing, loving mm. it. Like, I was so sick. Like, I can't even describe it. Anyway, aside from that, there is no feeling in the world like having your child inside of you. And I actually think to myself, I'm growing organs inside me. I am growing mm. organs. Unreal. A full, a full baby inside of me. It's and it's half of me. It's unbelievable. And as if that wasn't enough, the absolute trauma that your body needs to go through to get them out. Yeah. I mean, like, I am amazed every day at work by women. Like, yeah. they are un- but they are superheroes. Like, what they... It's the most selfless act, I think, possible. Like, you entirely give your body to another, another human being and just... I will, every- I will be honest. I was quite drugged up with Murray and I remember whispering to Josh, if there's a choice here between me and the child, it's me you save. <laughs> So just maybe take that back. I was drugged up to my eyeballs, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, don't, they're not going to tell me that, are they? They'll be panicking that I'll take them seriously. I know, I know but they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it is amazing. So yeah, that was a good one. Hannah, is that your neighbour, Hannah, that sent that in? Yeah. Don't have to take the bins out. <laughs> Hannah, I do have to take the bins out. Why? Because our bins are collected every week. Um gutter we didn't so our old house used to just have a back lane and the the bin lorry just came through and lifted the bins but unfortunately i have to wheel them out at our oh new house. that's our vibe we're a back laner so I don't a back laner's the goat the best i don't I, our or bins are flat. just permanently or out flat. flat's yeah. a great one nothing worse than getting stuck behind the bin lorry though oh. although can i say something do you remember tintalan road hannah mm. And our bins were out our back garden. There was no back lane, but we didn't have to take them out. The bin men used to come... Right, this pissed me off, actually. Oh, my God, I've just had a real flashback. They Moment. would buzz every single flat in the morning, fucking six o'clock, you name it. Buzz, 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 services. <laughs> then someone would let them in. They would have to tr- come up the close, go through the garden, get the bins, drag them out. You can imagine the noise in a tenement oh my, flat. I, but just just take them out. Can someone not just take them out? No, because this is why. So we had ten bins. There was no recycling. Bizarre. Bizarre. And that wasn't. I mean, that was what six years ago, seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, anyway, yeah. the bin juice all along the close. No, zero. And that would stink until the next week when they get done again. It was horrendous, actually. Oh God, this was a fucking shawls. It wasn't if I was living in bloody Easter house. Do you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> oh Jesus, wait, no, that needs that's a rotter. Uh, another one that loads of people said was, which I do love, getting ready together yes. for nights out. The best, the best. Oh my God, I just I love, love, love. Actually, something though you know this about me. Sometimes I actually think I prefer the getting ready than the going out. I love. Um, you did my makeup doll. Mm, I love doing your makeup. When you've got a friend that's good at the makeup, 
or like sharing outfits. Yeah. Yeah, I love I just love all that. Like you're excited, the chins are on, you're having a wee drink, everyone's like buzzing. Yeah, you are, you're like doing each other's makeup, etc. And you're just like, this is just so nice. Yeah. And then someone did make me laugh on the back of that. The best is the debrief afterwards. The debrief of a night out with your pals. And to yes. be fair, this is male and female alike. You know, when you're like a bit hungover and you're all like in bed the next day and you'd like mention something that happened the night out and you just yeah. all hit that yeah. absolute giggles and you're just like, this is just peak friendship right here. It's just Somewhat- so funny. Someone else said, which is maybe my favourite, is the night before, fresh sheets, shaved legs, day one of fresh tan. I oh, love that. The goat. That fresh is... sheets dried outside to elevate. Oh, so the absolute, I know we talked about tears of showers, but I, I do think about this as well. So you've got your tears of like absolute, what would it be? Like, is it coziness? Coziness. Or, yeah, so... You have your basic level, which is just fresh sheets. Fine. Fresh sheets yeah. is always going to be a great feeling. Yeah. But then you take it to the next level and you think, hmm, fresh sheets, fresh jammies. Straight great. out of the wash, 10 out of 10. So mm-hmm. then I think to myself, wowzer, that's great. Then you've got fresh sheets, fresh jammies, shaved legs. So you get the smooth legs mm-hmm. on the fresh mm-hmm. sheets. You're in fresh jammies. And you think to yourself, does life get better? But it does. It does. The hair. hair. And dried. Washed and dried hair. Shaved legs. You know, tan, I would say no, because you feel sticky and I'd not put tan on if I've just put fresh bedding on. I'd need to do my tan in my grotty sheets. Have a full shower the next day with the fresh sheets. Although, do you know Jenny McGookin changes her sheets every time she wears tan on them? Is that, I mean, who on earth has got the patience for that not me at all do the listeners know that you like one particular type of bed sheet Mm, i think you think i love the stripe but actually i prefer a waffle for my own bed oh do you a stripe for a spare bed the waffle bedding is my favorite bedding what about a hotel stripe i do like a stripe in a hotel doll i do like a stripe and i'm talking about like a it's like a cotton stripe, a satin stripe, a cotton. I mean, I just think that's so nice. You get them in Asda, by the way, MD, that's looking so nice in a spare bed, so nice on a hotel bed. But on our bed, my favourite sheets are our, I think these are, they're quite, they're, my mum bought me them for Christmas. They are expensive, like a waffle sheet, really nice. Mm. Also don't need to iron them. They just pull out, like, you know, that way they don't, they don't look crushed at all, the best. Um, But yeah, so that would be the levels of the post shower vibe. So I will say that, and again, that's just a, a boy just, they don't give a shit about that. No, they're just in the shower, pit shaved, give the pubes a wee wash. Out we go. Here we go. That's you don't it. have any pubes though. Well, they're growing <laughs> back thick and fast. Oh, I need to go back room to see my pal. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to need fucking scalped all over again, though. Nervous. God. By the way, I actually just meant to say to you, and how much do your phone listen to you? I went on TikTok there whilst we were um, on our wee break, and um, I got a TikTok about this girl who, at 30, got cervical cancer. She then went and got married the next month. Did, did, I've not watched the end of it, but Jesus Christ. Jesus, well, there you go, doll. Get your smear done, whether or not you like it. 
So I got a really long reply from one of our listeners and you've not read this reply. So I'll be interested to hear. They really, really took the question and made it their own about, you know, what's best to be a woman. Mm -hmm. So she said, I had to think a lot about this objectively and I ended up feeling quite philosophical about it. Uh, There's a lot of funny, jokey things that are the best things about being a woman. (laughs) Oh my God. Like be... (laughs) Like being able to orgasm without making a mess. <laughs> True. <laughs> or being crabbit as fuck for a few days a month without explanation. But in all seriousness, physically, appreciate we're not the case for everyone. The general ability to create, grow and birth another human from your own body. Emotionally, understanding what it's like to exist as a woman despite the oppression that precedes us all and still face now, but still being able to thrive regardless. Spiritually, having rich, fulfilling and empowering female friendships that feel like a sisterhood of mutual love, compassion, safety, respect and appreciation. How nice is that? That is so lovely. Do you know, doll, see that, that, I think that is what the Barbie movie tries to put across. You know, yeah. what it's like to exist as a woman, despite yes. all the oppression. And, you know, you and I are both in very demanding careers, very, yeah. you know, at times male-dominated careers. Like, you know, yeah. although now actually there are now more female medical students than there are male, and therefore actually there will be more female doctors than there are male but that was not the case for hundreds of years. Yeah. You know, you're in a very male-heavy environment. It's hard to be a woman yeah. and not and stand up for yourself and not be deemed emotional yeah. or highly strung or a bitch. Yeah. It's actually really difficult. Do you know someone actually asked me, we were talking today, Mark, with, and I was in a meeting with would you believe it, four men. And um, I was mentioning that Josh was home tonight and blah, blah, blah. And um, one of the guys said to me, how do you manage it all? And I said, well, how do you manage it all? You're a dad. You've got this same career that I do. And he was like, but I've got my wife. And I said, yeah, and I've got my husband. Like, it doesn't, why are my demands more, why should they be deemed more than yours? And he was like, no, but, you know. And he kind of went about in circles. And I thought, it is the question all the time is how as females do we manage it all and i i mean we've talked about this in the past like especially in your circumstance where your husband goes away every two weeks yeah imagine a mum that went away every two weeks i mean you went away for one week and it caused uproar oh you're joking doll you went absolutely to be fair doll what happened and you know what actually happened was the other core females in my family put their arms around Josh to mm. make sure all would be okay. Mm. <laughs> that is the reality of what happened. It's this expectation that I don't women know. can do it all. Yeah. Yeah. A bit but like then that. at the same time, and this is what they talk about in the Barbie movie, you have this huge expectation upon you that you must be all doing, but at the same time never feel like you're doing enough. But yeah. at the same time never feeling good enough. But at the same time, you know, it's like you've got to want to be a mum and then love being a mum, but not love being a mum so much that you can't have a job. You've got a really fulfilling career. And then at the same time, you've got to have enough time to look after your family. Like, 
it is just constant then it's like if you're you're too crass or you're too loud if you're you're too demanding like you can never just be the way that men can and I think this listener has really summed that up so beautifully and I also think she's summed up what we've been saying about female friendships so beautifully like they are so fulfilling they're so enriching it is that mutual understanding of what it's like and you can go to them and talk about things that you just couldn't with a with a man unfortunately yeah and I think you know being a female you don't need to want all these things either like you don't need to have a big career if you don't want a big career like and that's okay and if you know being a mum isn't what not we want to do that's okay and if if you're struggling to be a mum that's okay too people are struggling to be a dad we actually I actually had a really interesting conversation with somebody recently Mm. um who he was and they'd been trying to have a family struggling to have a family and he said it's the most bizarre thing that the automatic reaction is for the female to say what's wrong with me like what why why can I not carry a baby why can we not get pregnant blah 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 yeah anyway tests were done and it was actually the issue was with the male sperm wow and he said you know we were we were surprised at that and it probably, you know, statistically, there are more problems that can be had as a female mm. when you're trying to have a family. But he said our automatic reaction was to think there's something wrong with the, the female. The buck always lies with us, though. Absolutely. But yeah, to sum up, being a woman is difficult. It is tiring. It is at times exhausting. <laughs> yeah. But it is also amazing and I would never want to be anything but. I don't think I'd want to be. Despite your deep voice. (laughs) Listening to me. I could be both. But I'm not. No, No. I think I would only ever want, you know, I couldn't ever imagine wanting to, you know, have the male friendships that my husband had. I would never have that. But I would give him my periods if I could. Oh, I would give. I would give. Yeah. That I would get rid of. But yeah, being a woman is incredible and it's so important that we all, I know it's easy to, you know, feel like we talked about last week, like comparing to each other, but actually we're all struggling and we're all trying our best and we need to yeah. be kinder to each other and support our fellow gals, gals clubs. I would also give males the role of contraception. Oh my God, doll, I know. Wouldn't you just? But of course, no man's ever going to take a pill, are they? Every day. They're never going to, because God forbid, it would be their response. Or shove a bit of metal. Shove a bit of metal in your arm if you want. Mm-hmm. Or shove it up their penis. I know. See how much they like that. Yeah. Honestly. They make the decisions on, you know, oh, yeah. like our our rights and our bodies. And oh, yeah. we're, we're going down another tangent here, Dolorinos. This is for next season. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would give the contraception contraception responsibility to hmm. and to sum up as the Spice Girls always said girl power so we had a quick chat today about summing up season one as you'll know we're going on a bit of a break we're not breaking no! up <laughs> it's like uh, GLS who are just back together <laughs> Merry Christmas yeah <laughs> you remember that X Factor performance course i do obviously um but we thought we'd just talk about our highlights of the season and 
Yeah. So what for you, Hannah? So I went through them all kind of chronologically and just a few bits. So I can't do that'll be ne- by the time this pod comes out, we started this on the 14th of March. That'll be five months by the time this pod comes out. Wow. Five months and two days when the time this episode comes out. Never did I think this would last five five months. I don't think it'd last five weeks, five minutes. But <laughs> anyway, it has. And so a couple of my highlights. I mean, Doll, the story of your dad on the rally bike right at the start, the mum episode we talked about your poor dad having to yeah. cycle that fucking bike <laughs> up the street with your mum behind him like that. Yeah. Move. Yeah. Will forever, ever tickle me. And of course, how could we ever forget? Probably one of the biggest highlights and one something that people still say to me five months later, my mum on that Budisco vote. Oh my God. My poor mum. I know. She, well, my mum still feels seasick from that. Yeah. <laughs> God lover. Oh my god. Um I did laugh a lot looking back at when you and I first chatted about my underwear or lack thereof. Oh my god, yeah. So whole... well, I found a hole in my pant recently and I thought, Oh Jesus Christ, no to tell Karen. Had to bend them immediately, you'll be pleased. The, the holy spanks came to Estacona. Oh, yeah. You actually brought them in your most recent. I holiday. still wear them. No, I'm sorry. They were 30 quid. One wee hole is not stopping me from wearing them. They still suck me in. Um, something I would like to quickly mention was my death row dinner. Okay. I have thought about that now. Okay. Thank God. I still don't think you'll be particularly impressed, but you know, doll, you know what? Each to their own. Just be Absolutely. lucky I'm not putting a cinnamon and raisin bagel in it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my starter would be scallops. Okay. Yeah, I'm not changing that. That is scallops. Yeah. Would like them with some sort of maybe like <coughs> black pudding and like yeah. applesauce. Maybe yeah, I think that's what you said initially. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Chateaubriand for the main. Mm-hmm. With the dauphinois potatoes. Couldn't believe mm-hmm. I forgot about them. Oh my okay. lord, I love a dauphinois. Yeah, because you're putting in a sweet potato fry. Yeah, I've been me off. You were smoking crack that week or something. Yeah. I don't know, you're tired. Cauliflower cheese is the goat for me. Don't care what you say. My grand's cauliflower cheese. Unreal. Okay. Mustard, obviously, to go with my steak. Yeah. And I do love a tender stem broccoli. I love tender stem broccoli. Nicely cooked. We had amazing tender stem at the weekend there when I was out with my cousins. Then I would like a small interlude. I want a a macaron and a coffee. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know how much we love uh-huh. macarons. What can I coffee? Mm, probably like a really nice cafetiere type coffee. Oh, nice. Mm, mm. Okay. And then, though, I still stand by what I said. I do. My grand Eve's pudding is my favourite dessert with cream. Runny cream. And, not no, and espresso martini to finish or no, you'd be rattling? And Aperol Spritz. Aperol Spritz. Oh, don't if only. I know. Mm. Uh, that would be the 10 out of 10 do you approve of that one yeah that that is significantly better <laughs> oh you were all over the place oh maybe it'd be spicy macaroni maybe it'd be this maybe it'd be that like <laughs> what the hell yeah I don't know what I was thinking but I'm pleased that I've redeemed myself I mean don't I do will I ever stop laughing about us discussing wet mouths Will I ever laugh at the amount of messages from my friends after saying, is it me? <laughs> do I have a wet knife? I'm like, ah, no, but yeah, you do. No, Molly, I did get a lot of 
I'm worried I've got a wet mouth message uh-huh. which made me laugh mm-hmm. even more. Do you want to know what happened to me after that? I then worried that I had a wet mouth and people were like, how she get the audacity to sit on a podcast and talk about wet mouths? Laughing. Oh my God. Laughing. Um, other things that were just total, it's more just like we one-liners yeah. that made me laugh so much. So I did love when Stephen David talked about his sexual awakening at five years old with the Bin Man book. <laughs> the hyper-masculine Bin Man book. I mean, what the fuck? What the hell? Oh, God. Or I did love the the nice ring story. I told yeah. I told my consultant that the other day. She was pissing herself. Was she? Pissing herself. She said she went for a bikini wax and I... Did she must have, or I don't think she'd listened to the episode. She were talking about it in work, and I, the girls were telling her that I had a podcast and we're talking my bikini wax. She said that I did that chat we had did mentally prepare her for the trauma she was about. Really? To. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, and do, I do still love the story. The way the the way I'm wet mouth obsessed. The remember your first date when he put it as his WhatsApp pic. Oh my god, horrendous, horrendous. <laughs> We have had some really oh, funny no. laughs. And I mean, that's just, I feel like there's so many more I'll have forgotten about. And I, I will yeah. go back and listen to them all again. Like, so many funny ones. Like, yeah. they were just the real standouts for me when yeah. I thought and I looked back at each episode. Um, I just, they really made me made me laugh a lot. But I mean, what about you? I feel like you've got, you're very prepared for this. You've actually mentioned the majority of mine, though. I'm not joking. Oh, really, though? Uh huh. But top of my list was your mum on the boat. Was Number like one. I, I will never. That has to. I'm sorry, Jackie, to, to be so morbid. That has to be told at your funeral. <laughs> like that cannot be mixed out of Jackie McPherson's eulogy. Correct. Oh my god! And oh, I'm surprised you weren't doing a eulogy after it. I the know. Very true. Um. I've loved like you and I reliving all our wedding and hen memories. Yeah. Um I and like I don't the listeners don't know this, but, but I first went I don't know if you have mentioned this. So I went wedding dress shopping with my mum and then I kinda whittled it down to two dresses and then mm-hmm. Leila and Hannah came along with me. And Hannah was on a training course that full day. Like, Hannah was on a Zoom call that full day when we went from Largs to West School Bride to Ayr to Glasgow. Like, that is how dedicated you are as a friend. And, like, you um, just wouldn't have missed it. Zero. I just had the teams open, pretending that I was on it. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Um, yeah, but I think all the highlights you've kind of covered, but... To be fair, listeners, I would also like to... I'd like to hit back at what a great friend Karen also is in a similar sense. Hung over to pick up my wedding dress the day I picked up my wedding dress. No, it was just to see it though. It was to confirm that was the one. No, no. Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I bought my wedding dress that day. Karen hung over, drove to Manchester, came to the appointment over the limit. with me. Uh-huh, came to the appointment, had Went lunch, lunch and drove back to Glasgow. Yeah. I mean, if that does not sum up female friendship, I know best friend. Like I don't know what does. I know. I tell you now, Definitely. my husband wouldn't do that for any of his friends. No, neither would Josh. Definitely not. <laughs> um, final two call outs. Mm-hmm. Where for you? Oh no! Am I going to cry? No, shut up. Um, 
oh my god like see when I was writing down like my favorite bits like genuinely my favorite things doing the pod with you oh my god I'm gonna don't <laughs> no stop <laughs> oh stop doll this is ridiculous. So she's very emotional, boys and girls. Like she's actually crying. Karen, come on. Grow up. Grow up to the pod that there if people listen to. <laughs> I'm also a it's family now listening. So we're I'm on my period. Oh good. I'm on my period, so this doesn't help. So mm. um I just think it's been it's hysterical that this was a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Like we'll just do the pod. Yeah. And here yeah. we are. Um and, you know, like, maybe we don't touch on this enough, but life can be lonely. Life can be lonely. And, like, especially as a mum. Oh, the tears are coming again. Don't stop. <laughs> no, it can. And you're no, so it right. Totally can. You're going to have a lot of editing to do, though. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I think for me, particularly in the evenings, I can sometimes be at a loose end. The kids due to my regimented life, go down at seven o'clock and there really is only so much reality TV even I can watch. And I think the pod's just given us such good reason to catch up, brainstorm and most importantly, laugh. Oh, this is ridiculous. No, it's so nice. So this is your life. I um, know. I'm so lucky to have you as my pod partner. <laughs> And do you know what really summed it up for me was a couple of weeks ago we were on the phone we were talking about the pod and as we do debrief and you had said Logan listened and he said his favourite thing about the pod is you can just tell how much fun we have when we're doing it. No, I'm crying. <laughs> Which is so true. <laughs> oh, it's just all about having fun. 100%. It's been an absolute hoot. And finally, our listeners, and I know most of you are family, friends. People, people we went to school went, with. People <laughs> we went to school with or uni with. Or some people who've probably just heard about the, the pod and thought, what are these two fuds up to? <laughs> and listened in. But thank you so much for listening, sharing, messaging to say that you've enjoyed it. It really doesn't go unnoticed. Like every message we get, we're messaging each other. Oh my God, that was such a nice yeah, message. Yeah, we love it. And another really key moment for me was I was stopped on Lark's prom a few <laughs> months ago by a really, really lovely girl who's been through such an unthinkable time. She said the pod had given her an hour to escape her reality and not think about what's going on in her life. And that is just totally what it's about. It's just an escape. We just talk shit. We just Absolutely. have fun. We're we not just... here to solve any world problems or, you know, do anything out of out of the ordinary. We are just here to chat shy, have a laugh. And, you know, we've we have created this amazing wee community of Dollarinos that yeah. just we're so lucky and we're so blessed. And that's amazing. I didn't know that, Karen. You Karen never told yeah. me that before. That that is like that just so warms my heart. And every message you're right. Every message we get, whether we know these people really well or not, MD that texts his messages and says, "God, that was great. That was so funny. I loved that." There is there is nothing better. We love that so much, and that will never get old. And we appreciate it so much. And I know 
I'm sure there might be people listening to this thinking, oh my God, for you two, calm down. It's 20 episodes of pod that three people listen to. <laughs> What's she greeting about? But no, we do appreciate it. It's not just that because there's thousands of people that have been listening and we can't really believe that. And yeah, we appreciate it so much. And I, I don't think I'll be able to top what at all what Karen has just said. That was so beautifully said, Dolly. You know, and I'm actually so taken aback at how beautiful your words were. I'm honestly you're just an absolute button, honestly. And I couldn't agree more. Highlight of my week. I love it. There's never there's never been a time we've sat down and we've been like, what the fuck are we gonna say here? I, I yeah. we think we think it, but then I know. Then you realise you're just sitting across from your best friend and we'll never not have things to say to each other and every everyone listens just became part of that and we love it. So Thank you so much for the last five months. We are going to have a wee break because Karen's get to dry our tear ducts. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go back to therapy and recover yeah. from, this emo- from my second emotional breakdown. Oh. <laughs> and we are so excited for season two. We want yeah. it to be bigger and better. We'll promise we'll start thinking more prep for these episodes. <laughs> Does anyone want to be a guest? Let's open that up to the yeah. phone. Does anyone want to put themselves forward as a guest? Come on to the Dollarinos. You also how David did. We are, yeah. we are a laugh. We won't we won't bite. Feel free to let us know if you're happy to come on the pods. We'd love to chat. And please keep liking, sharing, subscribing. Re-listen if you want. Re-listen. Get those let's let's get the downloads. Hitting 10,000. That'd be good, though. Yeah, be a big milestone. Um, and yeah, so from your two favourite Dollarinos, we love you all. We See you in season wait. two? Yeah, we cannot wait to speak to you all very soon. Bye, Dollarino. Bye, Dollarino. Yeah.